0: Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Mind Matters. My name is Donard Juba-Johnson, and I'm the Communications Manager for the Mental Health and Homelessness Division. This podcast is part of the Mind Matters Behavioral Health Initiative led by Orange County Government. Our goal in this series is to provide accurate, relevant, and helpful information about mental health concerns and to share some strategies that you and your family can use to manage these challenges. We also want to spread the message loud and clear that experiencing mental health concerns, especially in the midst of COVID-19 is normal, and that we're in this together. During each episode in this series, we're going to hear from mental health professionals to help us dive deeper into these topics. And today, we'll hear from Casey Wallace as she discusses the importance of practicing mindfulness. Casey is a licensed mental health counselor with Power. She has worked with many populations and settings, including children and adults, mental health and substance abuse, group therapy formats, mandated therapeutic care, crisis and patient care assessment, community agency work, private practice, and most recently, telehealth. Casey also specializes in substance abuse, depression, anxiety, and mood dysregulation issues, such as bipolar disorder, trauma, and PTSD. Casey graduated from UCF in 2017 with her master's
1: in clinical psychology. Hello, my name is Casey Wallace. I'm a licensed mental health counselor, and I'm here to talk to you all today about a very important topic uh, that's really turned into quite a buzzword. We're talking about mindfulness, so some Lessons on staying in the moment and how to practice mindfulness. We'll be going over what is mindfulness? What does it mean to be mindful? And what are some benefits that we can see from practicing and building mindfulness as a regular habit into our day-to-day lives, as well as some practical applications. So coming from a therapeutic standpoint, it's how do we incorporate mindfulness into the most humdrum day-to-day things, such as our sleep or our eating habits, and what are some helpful affirmations that we can tell ourselves to reinforce practicing of mindfulness, as well as maybe some helpful resources, uh, some good apps and things to help us kind of get into the habit of practicing mindfulness. So what is mindfulness? Well, the general definition would be the quality or state of being conscious or aware of something, a mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment. And this is done while we calmly acknowledge and accept our feelings, our thoughts, our bodily sensations. Um, It is being in the here and now. And it's a skill everyone has, it's something everyone can do, can be practiced anytime, anywhere, can be done with any activity. And we'll talk a little bit about how literally any activity can be made mindful with just some mental work. But however, mindfulness can sometimes be easier said than done. So I like to say that mindfulness must start with mindfulness. We need to be purposeful. We need to be active in working to incorporate mindfulness into daily living in order to build and maintain habit formation. So people like to talk about how mindfulness should be done. It's so easy. But if you really talk about it in day-to-day living, it sometimes can be harder, harder to actually do. So what are some examples of practicing mindfulness? What are some activities that can be considered mindful? We've heard a lot about, you know, the general activities that people like to incorporate mindfulness with uh, meditation or yoga or journaling or breathing exercises. And these are great examples of, of mindful activities, but, Any activity can be considered mindful, even if they're incredibly simplistic. We could be driving and driving mindfully. We could be working and working mindfully, doing chores, exercise, engaging in a creative outlet. So the key is consistency and purposefulness. That is the most important thing to get the most out of whatever mindful activity you're choosing. And there's ways to incorporate mindfulness even for 10 or 15 minutes into your day. You could start the day with some exercise, body movement, uh, doing a body scan, seeing if you're stressed, seeing if you're tense in certain muscle groups, checking in with your breathing throughout the day, taking a break, or ending the day with some relaxation, so through some through guided meditation or maybe some end of day journaling to wind down. Some benefits of mindfulness. So, there's a couple main benefits. We can use mindfulness as a way to control our attention, we can increase our attention, we can decrease mind wandering and distracting thoughts, we could use it to spot negative thought patterns. So while we consciously observe our thoughts and our feelings, we can start to catch when we're getting into those negative thoughts, those negative ruminations that tend to come. And then this naturally leads us into we learn to withhold judgment regarding those thoughts and those feelings. We use mindfulness as a training tool. We train the mind to let thoughts pass through without analyzing, without reacting to them. So when we're withholding judgment, we're finding that happy medium. It's the happy medium between avoidance of thoughts and overreaction or overanalysis. We are just accepting, we are recognizing. And this allows us ultimately to become more open. It begins us to free ourselves from our natural tendencies to label things, to sort things and experience the present without perceptions, without judgments. It's freeing yourself to experience every moment in the moment as it's happening. So practical applications and we'll be talking about from a clinical standpoint, a therapeutic standpoint, uh, cognitive behavioral techniques behavioral activation exercises. These would be the technical terms for a lot of mindful activities that people try to incorporate on a day-to-day basis anyway. the deep breathing, the body scanning, progressive muscle relaxation, so tensing and releasing uh, muscle groups. Journaling, 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 journaling. It is a creative outlet. It is something that can be done um, that can really free up somebody's mind. Guided imagery, meditation, or even constructing a relaxing atmosphere for yourself, Uh, relaxing music, just setting an environment that helps you focus in that moment. Some other practical applications, we can talk a bit about mindful eating and nutritional habits. So I know in times of stress and in times of emotion, people can tend to overeat. Uh, We'll eat when we're sad or bored or lonely. We can tend to eat emotionally comforting foods, sometimes, We can get totally distracted and just focus on multitasking while eating. We're not even considering what we're putting in our bodies. So shifting away from mindless eating to mindful eating, listening to our body or stopping when we're full or eating when our bodies tell us to eat. Uh, Maybe eating with others, you know, making it a ritual, making it a thing that brings people together And when we're eating, we're just eating. We're eating nutritionally healthy foods. So we're really considering the meal and not whatever else might be going on at that time. Mindful movement, whether this is uh, exercise or yoga or the deep breathing. So deep breathing can be considered mindful movement as well because we're not using our lungs, we're using our muscle, our diaphragm. And that's what's tightening and contracting and moving and creating space for the lungs to expand and inhale. And so that's how we can engage in those deep breathing exercises. It is muscle movement. And another topic of mindfulness we've been touching upon throughout this podcast has been that journaling. So when we talk about mindful journaling we're talking about staying rooted in the present we find the heart of whatever we're writing we're aware we let go of our need for any kind of perfection we can visualize our writing we create a routine and schedule time for writing we can make mindful observations or narrations and just practicing it consistently and regularly is the main important part one good app I've used personally myself has been um, this app called Jorn and Jorn it is really helpful because it can provide daily prompts structure if you don't know where to begin Uh, it can indicate you know check-ins for daily emotions and and what things might be impacting your day-to-day you can set daily reminders to help you or alarms Um, but it can be a good guide to get started with journaling because we all have our phones on us. So this can be a good way to kind of get your feet wet if you're not too familiar with journaling. Another activity that can be incorporated for mindfulness would be getting in touch with spirituality. This could be private prayer, more yoga, more meditation, just quiet time, reflection time, time in nature, it could be participating in organized gatherings with you know, your social circle that's uh, part of a religion or spiritual group. Um, it could just be any kind of activity that you enjoy that makes you happy, that's fun and matches your values. And the important part is to be intentional and planning these activities, but not to the point where it becomes stressful so if, you know, you feel obligated to do something or, oh, this is a mindful activity, I have to, have to be mindful, then it turns out to be more stress than it is. So doing what makes you happy and maybe finding somebody to help you be accountable so that they can do it with you together and just practicing that self-care. Uh, also, we talked about uh, mindful, and mindless eating. So sleep, sleep is another big important factor with being mindful. And while our phones are a good tool, sometimes it can be disruptive. So being mindful about placing your devices away from the bedroom, putting on you know a dimmer phone light at the end of the night. Uh, if you have to put them in your room, putting them face down, and maybe even incorporating that journaling Into the end of your day so letting go of the day clearing your mind um, or telling yourself some mindful or positive affirmations throughout the day can be a way to recenter yourself and refocus yourself so telling maybe uh, yourself that I will feel every experience that comes my way I'll breathe I'll pay attention I will be still I will be okay with who I am trust myself, whatever this is, whatever it means to you to help you get through the day and recenter yourself. So I hope this has been helpful. I hope this kind of gives you an idea of why mindfulness is so important, how it can be easier said than done, and how any other skill, it needs practice, it needs time, it needs consistency to really form a habit but the benefits can really outweigh the time that it takes to kind of try to incorporate it into your life. And so if people make this an important factor, they could really reap serious rewards.